Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Right, start us off again. For real this oh, time? Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> it's so hot. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> God. Yeah, this is definitely not going to go up on the fucking episode thing, dude, because, like, literally, it's just going to be me bitching about how hot it is, and we're going to be like, huh? All right. Let's go ahead. Oh, good. You took notes. Yeah. I well, not about the actual... Yeah, I'm with you, though. All right. I got you on this. Mostly. He claims he can read. Hi, hi Mom. <laughs> hi, Mom. Even your mom's giving you shit. Gabe, I can, I can read. So it's, just cool. super, it's just super tiny. This is how... I can't... Because I can see it on there. But I'm trying to get fucked. <laughs> Go like that. Huh? Oh, oh! you zoomed in on your face. Well, I zoomed into the screen, stupid. Just move right. over. Let's just, just, just get it. Ready to read. go yes, without complaining? Okay. <sighs> so hot. There, that's better. Okay. <laughs> the infamous, <laughs> infamous fucking... Don't even try. You're gonna <laughs> ingenuity at its uh, finest here. Oh, that works. All right, let's get going. People are gonna leave. All three of them. I don't blame them. My mom's like, I'd leave. She gave up on me already. <laughs> I'd leave if I could get out of here. All right, so we just, well, it's been about an hour now trying to get this set up, but we went yeah. to go see uh, scary tw- uh, stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, so, I liked it. Well, we'll I liked f- it a lot. Yeah, this thing is blocking my face. Good. Well, then you can see for, all my gut, too. Jesus. Get going, man. If you'd shut up, I'd start the episode proper. So we could have it for the... Start it proper. I will. Have to, I'm going to have so much editing to do. Yeah. So shut up. Yep. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first official live podcast we've ever done for pod and gore yeah it, and it has been a fucking nightmare <laughs> we try, we try <laughs> for to anybody get... who's actually joined us live yeah, yeah it's been a real treat and a half show right we tried to do it on youtube apparently you have to it said something about giving 24 hours notice which is something that would have been very helpful to know 24 hours ago but you know i'm not trying to go like do a dry run live like you know like we're doing now well, this is a impro- improvising. Yeah. Uh, my name is Justin. Uh, my name is Brandon. And welcome to the show. Yes. And welcome in all three of you that are uh, listening to this live yes, on the Facebooks. You. Thank you. And sorry to all of you who wanted to see this on the YouTubes. Better luck next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like big time. Yeah. Uh, so this, like Brandon said, we went to see... Uh, Scary tales to tell in the dark. Stories. Scary stories to we tell in the dark. We just saw the movie. Yeah, well, that was an hour ago. <laughs> uh, it was directed by Andre Overdahl. Is how I'm going to say that. The O has a line through it. I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> uh, it's based on the children's book series of the same name by Alvin Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Uh, screenplay was adapted by Dan and Kevin Hagman. From a screen story by producer Guillermo del Toro, yeah. as well as Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan. Stars Zoe Coletti, Michael Garza, Gabrielle Rush, Austin Abrams, Dean Norris, who was in Breaking Bad and pretty much the only person in this that I recognize. Oh, the yeah, dad. Hank, Hank, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gil Bellows, 
and Lorraine Toussaint. Mm-hmm. Uh, budget of $28 million. As of when I took these notes several hours ago, it had made $8.8 Several hours ago. Before we were going to start for real. Yeah. We've actually started this like 14 different times now. So, But I have a good feeling about this one because there's no turning back. <laughs> yeah. We are in it. So we've only done like one review so far. It was Brightburn, episode four. Yeah, going in without notes or... Yeah. Um, be sure to... Go listen to that because it was actually a lot better than this is going to end up being. Yeah, this is this is bonus. <laughs> this is bonus content. Though. Yeah. So, it sucks to be you guys. You want more episodes? This is what you're going to get. No, nah, no, don't listen to that because we just <laughs> lost everybody. Hmm. Everybody's gone now. They might be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, blame them. McNair just came in. Oh near. Oh near. <laughs> oh near. <laughs> uh. So initial. So hot. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> your basement's the worst. Basements are supposed to be cooler. That's not the case in your house. The door's closed, and we've been running technology for the last hour trying to get this to work. Yeah. So initial thoughts from me is, I mean, I've never read the books. I'd never even heard of the books. I was a goosebump kid. Mm-hmm. Shake your head now. I really liked this. I did, too. I liked it a lot, actually. I I read the books as a kid, but I don't remember them because yeah. that was a long time ago. Sure. Um, and as you might have noticed, I don't really plan things well. Mm-hmm. More of mm-hmm. a improv, you know, a more improvised. Fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah. You know. Hope for the best. Yeah. Expect the worst. Yeah, it usually pans out pretty good. Um, Except for this time. Yeah, not this time. Not at all. Yeah. Um, well, you know, and I I assumed this was rated R. Until it got closer and I actually paid attention and looked and realized it was PG-13. And I'm really intrigued by this new rush of PG-13 horror. Right. I might. Keep going. Okay. Oh. Better? Yeah. I, I really like it. I mean, it's essentially all you need to make it R-rated is more gore and some nudity. You know, I mean, that's... Sure. And that certainly helps, but it's not what you need to make a horror movie. I saw uh, Happy Death Day. I haven't watched that yet. I still need to. You do. It was really good. The sequel, not so much, but... You I know, thought you it, said it was. The first one's better. Oh, okay. I I watched it and I went, okay, so this is what PG-13 horror can bring, but seeing this, mm-hmm. I, I would say this is PG-13 horror at its best, having only seen like two or three. Okay. I mean, it... Aside from having to deal with the other people in the theater, which was irritating <laughs> and, and sucked me out of almost every tense moment of the movie. Yeah. Uh, it was really disturbing and scary. Like Thank the scarecrow you. thing. Yeah. Super creepy. Yeah. Until the two-year-old got upset. Yeah. Somebody brought a fucking two-year-old <laughs> to this movie. Okay. So there was 10, like 10, 10 people in this theater. Mm-hmm. We're sitting right in the middle, which yeah. is probably what we shouldn't have done. No. But there was nobody really in there when we got there. So, okay, so we sat down. Somebody sat down three spots to my right. Mm-hmm. Somebody directly behind us, a family with a fucking toddler off to the side. And, um... I didn't pay this much attention. Yeah. Oh, I did. <laughs> I was pretty pissed. Um, yeah, it was uh, incredibly frustrating. Um yeah. Gore is not the same as horror, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, it, it, the gore aspect, and for those listening, 
after this. Brandon's mm-hmm. reading off the uh, yeah, we're live right. stream comments. Mm-hmm. So if you just from hear Gabe. him spout off some random thing, that is likely what it's from, or he's having a fit. Probably um, both, yeah. depending on what Gibb says next. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I agree, though. It's Gore doesn't necessarily need to equal horror, but mm-hmm. you're so used to that added shock of the the blood spurt or the head being ripped off yeah that it it really it kind of it goes hand in hand anymore but this do we want to do non-spoilers and then spoilers yeah we can do that okay well i mean what is there really to spoil though i don't know deaths like most horror movies who dies and how okay yeah yeah fuck it they it's you know, it says it in the title. It's a review. Fair enough. If you haven't seen Scary Stories and you are listening I'll live, give you a stroke. Uh, no, I. <laughs> just be prepared. I fell, the, I fell into the trap. I'm not listening to you. I'm I just know. trying to run the show like a decent human being. Uh, if you if you haven't watched the movie and you are joining us live, or if you're listening to it uh, after when we post this come Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be prepared for spoilers if you don't want anything spoiled for you from this point on. I hate to say leave, live people, but just be prepared. You might hear something yeah, you don't Ga- want to hear. Yeah, Gabe said spoilers are fine. Good. Good, because you're going to get them. Hmm. Glad you approve, Gabe. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite story, because they told what, like four? Well, each person really had their own story. Yeah, so they told... Four or five stories of the different people. Ryan said, said, hey, Justin, question mark. Hey, Justin, question mark. I haven't changed my name to question mark. You're an idiot. This is why you don't have a lot of friends. (laughs) I may not have good taste, but I like you. Um, Most people do. Except for this guy who didn't say hi to me. It's okay. Um, God, would you shut up so I can freaking get my train of thought going? I'd knocked over one of my toys that's what i'm here for <laughs> <sighs> classic yep. uh my favorite one is the scarecrow i think it was the first one out of the gate but the the suspense of what was his name harry henry harry or henry Hen- yeah henry or harry him henry? like it, he was creepy looking in the first place and i almost wish i hadn't seen a trailer for this yeah speaking of trailers <laughs> brandon's up. gonna go off on another tirade i'm gonna s- sit here and sit It'll my be soda. Quick. we're not going long so i uh, i was avoiding the uh it chapter two it chapter two and zombie land zombie land two i didn't want to watch those because the trailers for those when they really like because yeah. i watched the initial ones but i know i'm gonna see it yeah most likely like opening day but I'd done really well avoiding him up until that point. He's like, just close your eyes. I'm like, get fucked. <laughs> I've done that. I don't remember what the movie was, but I didn't want to <laughs> see. You closed your eyes? Yeah. Okay. I was in a theater and there was a trailer playing that I didn't want to see, so I closed my eyes and I closed my ears and just, and just made it through. I'm not saying it was my proudest moment. Just throwing it. Yeah, it looked like you were throwing a fit. Yeah. I don't want to be here, la, 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 kind of like right now. I don't want to be here, but I'm here, so I'm stuck here, so let's keep going. I, but what about you? What was your favorite of the I scary think it, stories? I think it was, uh, I liked the, what do they call Mr. Jangles? Mm. Or the, the Jangles Man or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that was probably my favorite. 
Yeah, that one was super creepy, and I like that each one was unique and different. It was definitely creepy and had that Del Toro spin of odd monster creatures, but they each had their own unique sort of flair to them. Problem? Yeah. What? McNair. I don't want to. That's like a paragraph. I don't want to read that. Thanks, dude. He's he's trying to play a game. Okay. uh, Saw was last week, dude. He said, listen, uh, listening while I do my standards, uh, Brandon, let's play a game. Every time I disagree with you, something from your desk disappears. <laughs> while that's hilarious, um, do I have a choice? Because if I have a choice, I'm going to respectfully decline. <laughs> um, play the game. <laughs> says somebody without a desk. Yeah, pretty much. It's all good. I get there before you anyway. <laughs> Um, let's see, what's next? I, I liked most of the characters, the, the, the main kid with the curly hair. Yeah, that was your biggest gripe. Yeah, he just, I don't know, it was, whether it was his, the dialogue, what was written for him, or it was just his performance in general, Mm -hmm. it was just off. It seemed a little like kid actor, not quite ready for a movie. He was definitely the weaker of the group, I'll give you that. And I don't when, think I don't think he did as bad as you did. But. Well, I, I think it's just everyone else did such a good job mm-hmm. that I don't know for him it just and maybe I was just so irritated by everything else going on in the theater that I latched <laughs> onto that to to be my crux. Right. But yeah. Hey, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. And for those that listen, he wasn't joking with how much he likes the remake. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, I already pointed to it, idiot. Continue. Boom. Boom. <laughs> um, you want to contribute to the actual content of the show? No, I'm just going to. I'm, I'm the comedic relief. Oh. <laughs> I'm relieved. <laughs> oh. This is hard to do without notes because usually I have this whole paragraph of things to go off right. of, and it's this whole thing. The next one after the Scarecrow. Oh, yeah, because the Scarecrow was the first one. Yeah, the, the Jock Kid did that. The second one was the Stew Toe one. Oh, that's right. Which the, was disgusting. Yeah, that was pretty gross. The because f- when he pours out the stew after he eat, almost eats the toe of the dead lady, mm-hmm. if that's not creepy enough for you, right? He spills the stew on the floor, and you see an eyeball. Well, and the thing was, is like the toe in the stew itself looked huge. Yeah. But then when he pulls it out of his mouth, it does. It's not that big. Like I don't know, but like the power of it, zoom, I guess, on the camera. Fair enough, but seriously, like a toe is is generally larger. So that would have been the only thing that made it on the spoon. Fair enough. I know. Stupid thing to gripe about, but I'm with you. Yeah, it was I don't certainly like feet, though. So. Huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I like that one in that it kind of subverted some of my expectations of how the scares were going to play out. Because mm-hmm. the first one with the scarecrow was nice because I it was like a test for me. I was like, okay. PG-13 horror, they can only show so much. What are we going to get from the kills? Because in, like, Happy Death Day, they just cut away. Right, and the thing that we didn't really talk about either was when, like, we talked, are we going to talk about the kills afterwards? Because, like... We can do whatever you want, man. Well, no, because... So, when uh, Harry or Henry, he gets stabbed through the back with a pitchfork, Mm -hmm. right, in which there's no blood... But then, well, Harry Henry is the scarecrow's name, huh? 
Henry is the scarecrow's name. It's not the kid's name. What's the kid's name? I don't know. All right. Well, the kid gets stabbed through the back with a porch, uh, pitchfork. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, things start shooting out. Like, it looks yeah. like he's about to throw up. At first, I thought it was bugs. Yeah, I was thinking that he severed something and it was blood, but they weren't going to show it. Mm-hmm. But then it's just straw shooting out everywhere. Yeah. that's. I, I wish I had mentioned that. That part is what made it. Yeah. Cause that's kind of cool. It really added to that, oh, this is super twisted creepy because he essentially is turning into a scarecrow yeah and it's it's not quick no I, I, I it looked say, quite painful and that's why i was like surprised like oh they got away with a lot in for right. pg-13 I, and i wasn't I, I wouldn't necessarily go and say that it's like drawn out no but it is a longer bit of him just coughing straw. up straw he's pulling it out of his hair yeah he's like literally ear. just ripping everything out and it's and you don't really see what happened what really comes of him mm-hmm. until after the fact when the girl and the guy go to track him down because right. he's missing yeah and and ramon's getting blamed for everything yeah because this, this was uh 1968 it was in the time of nixon yeah, yeah. i think it was october 1968 when nixon was getting what, re-elected? reelected yeah um so kind of glossing over quite a bit that like um so ramon comes in we did kind of go we kind of we didn't really talk about anything leading up to the first kill i know so, um, <laughs> this is what happens when i don't have notes yeah, i'm just grabbing fair stuff enough. okay so leading up to that like this is where you kind of first meet the ramon character mm-hmm. um ramon rodriguez slash morales mm-hmm. so um the, the the kids the group they are playing a prank on the bunch sp- of jock kids yeah being the one that gets turned into a scarecrow mm-hmm. and so what they do though and the funny thing was is like the sis like the sister catches the i wish here, you should pull up the names on your okay. phone I can do that. so the curly head boy that justin doesn't like was you know he had a little fish like a fishnet, and was uh, scooping turds out of the toilet. Which was pretty freaking gross, <laughs> I'll say. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was uh, I thought it was hilarious. So he's all like, he slams the door. He's like, give me some freaking privacy, gosh. Which, why wouldn't you have the door closed in the first place? You you're know gonna... you're going in there to fish out. Right, I mean, if you're going to dig turds out of a toilet, I wouldn't want to get Also, he was like putting his face on the net. It was pre-turds, yeah, he's but like... it was at least used for a fish tank. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> and like. so he's digging those out because what they do, what I gathered was that, so he puts it in the bag, but then what did they put? Some sort of like, they put underwear? Like yeah, they didn't really show it. It was a big like pillowcase that had like a bunch of shit in it. Like, uh-huh. like I shouldn't say shit because that's... No, not thinking. literal shit. Um, well, and that's what I thought was in the pillowcase was the literal shit. But and it's then not. they light it on fire and throw it in the well, car. Well, yeah, so what happens is, is they, they have this big bag... They, they come by, they hold it out for him, and then they basically booby-trap the bag with whatever's in it. Yeah, something gross. And so gross. they stop, and then they start egging the car and throwing toilet paper at the car. Mm-hmm. And then the dude gets pissed. As you backs would. Backs up, and then they light the bag on fire with the turds in it, and then throws it. I don't know if they expected the window to be down. But it went and landed right on the guy's lap, and he's smacking it. And yeah, which, like, best which case the, scenario, how do you think that's going to pan out? I mean, well, really. But that's 
Yeah, but like that's the whole point. Like you yeah, light the bag on fire and try to stamp it out and mm-hmm. get turds everywhere. Yeah. Um Okay, so The Jock's name was Tommy. Okay, yeah. So and Tommy then... turns into the scarecrow. Uh, Ruth is the sister of Chuck. Chuck's the curly-headed kid that mm-hmm. Justin didn't like. Yeah. So Ruth, and you, uh, later on, and you'll see it in the trailer, she's like, she has the one that has the spider leg. Yeah, coming out, out of her face. face. So that was creepy as shit. Okay, so you had you had Stella, Augie, and Chuck. Those are the main mm-hmm. kids. Right. And then um, Ramon is the boy that gets blamed for everything. Right. Because Essentially. Because he's a kid of color, and it's... Good. Who are you looking for? Him. Because I thought he looked more Indian in the Yeah, movie. he kind of did, but I... Whatever, what do I know? No, I mean, I'm just... It's like, they're like... They're really playing it up. Like, there's a lot of... Uh, yeah, they're, I mean... Uncomfortable it, moments. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like they're really playing up the racism after the time of you know, hardcore Vietnam racism and, all that kind of and stuff. shit. Yeah, like, like, they... The uh, Tommy, uh, the, we can get to that point later on. Mm-hmm. So they um, they then chase, they back up, and then they get out of the car to chase the kids that go running through, the um, just to escape. Yeah. And so they end up at a drive-in. At the drive-in, and that's where they meet Ramon. Yeah, because uh, Stella gets into the car and she's like, "Hey, can I hide here?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah," and then all of a sudden, like, boom, the other boom, two come in. They just like, sneak what the in. Fuck it's like, "Hey, what are you doing here? Let's uh, let's use the girl to." Uh, <laughs> get in the car basically, uh-huh. and so yeah, they're hiding out, and then they think they get away. Then all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom! They all, you know, all what three of the jocks are surrounding the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sisters kind of vanished. Yeah, she's not anywhere to be seen till later on. Yeah, and then the jocks get scared away by other people wanting to watch the damn movie. Mm-hmm. They're watching Day <laughs> uh, Day of the Dead. No, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. And, um, so they finally chase the jocks away. I'm trying to remember how they get, oh, they just go to the house. Yeah. They're like, she's they're like, like, Hey, you want to see a scary house? Yeah, she gets out of the car. She's crying because of what Tommy says. Cause mm-hmm. you'll find out in the movie that Stella's mom left when she was a baby. Yeah. And so she has a lot of this, you know, like guilt because she thinks it's her fault. Mm-hmm. And generally it's not. Sure. You know? And so they leave, they go to the house and then they're exploring it i guess yeah because there's this legend of the lady that lived there the girl whose mm-hmm. name i'm not going to remember let me see if i can find it oh it's uh sarah bellows yeah sarah bellows there it is right there and that she killed a bunch of kids back in the 1800s and that the house is haunted of course and so they're traversing the house trying to find creepy shit right because the bellows like it takes place in pennsylvania and the Bellows were like one of the first big families to settle, mm-hmm. and so like they have this giant ass house, and then they built an uh, what is it still or iron mill? I thought it was paper. It's a paper mill. I'm pretty sure it's Some paper sort mill. Of mill. Yeah, uh, they built a mill, <laughs> which more or less helped build the town, right? And put it on the map, which also does kind of play into the whole yeah reasonings of everything. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so they. They're searching through the house, and they. Ramon notices something on the wall, and then real they realize that it's um kind of like a. I've never seen a tr- like a. It's like a hideaway safe. Yeah, kind of. So it's like generally when you have like secret passageways, like you'll move like a shelf or you'll do something like that. But mm-hmm. this one is like instead of it opening, it slides to the right, and then there's a. 
like a door there. Yeah. Which is where you find out is where they they stashed Sarah because what with that so the Bellows were like a rich, obviously the rich, prominent family there, and mm-hmm. then Sarah was kind of the the one that the they black hit. Sheep. Yeah, they kind of hit her because she um she wasn't like everybody else. Like she, there was something off with her. I think they might have said she had albinism or something like yeah. that. And so they were ashamed of her and they hit her, you know, classic style, locked her up in this hidden room downstairs, and mm-hmm. that kind of started the whole. Um, storytelling myth because there was also like the maid was um she was into like witchcraft mm-hmm. and so basically what happened with that is that's how the story started right because she would write down the story or she would read stories from the book but the book would basically write itself the way well i think die. i think what happened back in the day is she was legit writing the stories mm. And as she wrote the stories, they would actually happen to the real people. Okay. It's only now that she's been dead for 100 years or whatever. So basically, instead of it being a voodoo doll, it's like a voodoo book. Yeah. Like instead of pinning something, you're writing it down. and. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So now that she's gone, she's writing her spirit form or whatever you want to say is writing the the books for the new kids. Which is super cool. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure how they were going to do it because I was thinking the the stories were all pre-written mm-hmm. and that they were just going to read them and it would happen to somebody. Yeah, but... That's the way the trailer made it seem to me. Like, they were just going to read a random story or mm-hmm. the book would have them read a story right? and then it would happen to some random kid. Yeah. But I like this better. I like this better, too. It's because, creepier. Because they say the book's written in blood. Mm-hmm. And when you're Children's reading... blood. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I got to play up something for the camera. I mean, come Please on, I'm don't. right here. God. So, <laughs> but the thing was, is like, that's kind of like, they're like, aside from it being like ghost written, their mm-hmm. way of being like, oh, you know, this is about to happen is they would like smear the paper. Yeah. It, they, and they would, it would smear the ink or blood and they would go, oh, this isn't an, an old story that's been here for a hundred years and change. Yeah, it's happening, it's happening it's right about now. To, yeah. It's in process, which you know, jump ahead leading into the whole Augie thing with mm-hmm. the toe and the stew mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff that they were reading it as it was happening, but yeah. it was kind of, I guess, ahead. Yeah, so, see, that's what's interesting because it was like with Tommy, the story was written already and she was reading it as it was happening. Mm-hmm. Or it had already happened, maybe. Possibly. And we were just seeing well, I don't it think as it really, she was telling I don't think the story. It, yeah, I don't think it really gives you the... Definitive answer yeah. on that. Whereas with Augie, it's more... They're reading it they're and reading it's happening it. as it's being written. And they're yeah. like, you know, because the, the undead lady is like, you know, who took my toe? Mm-hmm. And he hadn't started hearing that yet, but they're reading it in the book. That he has. That he had should, he should have heard it a couple times mm-hmm. up until... You know, he finally did. Although it makes me wonder that scene when it was happening, I was like, is him hearing that Mm -hmm. them saying it? Not necessarily the ghost lady saying it. Right. Well, the first time, the first time he heard it was, I think he heard it at the same point as when they, like the last time they said it on the phone, Yeah, he heard it. Like he, they started to say it, but then he heard it actually happen in the house. Right, right. And so that's when he like freaks out and runs off. 
That's what I'm... I know that part, but I mean, like, when they're reading it for the first time that he heard it being said... Yeah, no, they they, they if, read it, like, two or three times before he actually heard it. I don't get what I you're know. fucking saying. I'm don't saying fucking... that the book is referencing them saying it. Oh, not that's her. not what you said, though. That's what I was trying to say. Well... How about that? Don't fucking look at me the like that, The people at home watching us right now they got it all, th- all three of them didn't get it either i can, pro- <laughs> I can almost promise you <laughs> um but yeah so he runs ends up hiding tries to mm-hmm. get he like hides in like what looks to be like his dad's office yeah uh, or, but or his it could be his room because he's it, kind of uptight yeah it's so his looks, room or his parent i thought it was his parents room because there's a bed in there yeah but it's a hides. small but that's like a twin size bed though well, maybe so it might be his room. Don't get along. So this kid, uh, Augie, he's kind of like. For Halloween, he dressed up as a Pierrot, uh, a Pierrot I mm-hmm. guess, which is like a what, 16th century clown or yeah. something. And so he like, doesn't he's, like being called a clown. He yeah, likes being called the he's, proper he's name. He's smart, you know. So like, I guess it kind of makes sense that the room, his bedroom, would be super clean, super organized, almost looked like an adult study. Is yeah. what his room looked like, and so. Augie's running. He's trying to get out the window. It doesn't work. He goes to hide under the bed. And then the door opens, but he never hears anybody come in. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he slides out under the bed in the dumbest way possible. This was the thing that got me because I'm like, if I come at, if I go to hide under a bed and I go in the side, uh-huh. I'm going to go back out the side. Yeah, you would think. Because he he goes to climb out like from the front part uh-huh. so then he climbs out halfway he yeah. doesn't even get all the way out he climbs out halfway peers over the rotates, top of it and then kind of peers up over and then you kind of see his head and then he doesn't see anything and then all of a sudden yanked back under the bed that's what i liked about it because the obvious thing would be oh she's standing somewhere where that he can't see or mm-hmm. she's on the bed and will hop down and get him. Right. But the fact that he was dragged back under the bed, nails digging into the wood, which that was a nice the, touch. But that didn't happen yet. So when he gets drugged back under the bed, he's still laying back to the floor. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. he looks up and then all of a sudden, you know, the face appears and then yeah. screams. And then I don't remember if he tries to turn over or the undead lady turns him over. Yeah, I'm not sure. But then pulls him mm-hmm. and then he starts clawing at the floor. You know, trying to stop, which why I don't that I don't know why people do that. Like, like I think it's gonna just rip an, your fucking nails out, man. That's yeah, gonna, I've seen that in movies too, and it's oh, like stir echoes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's bad. But, but the, that was the coolest part, though. Yeah, it gets drug out. Yeah, and in and into the what looks like just a long black. It's a long Chasm. slide. Yeah, and then the kids show up. Like they moments find it. later. And they're like, oh, weird. He's not in here, so let's move his bed. Yeah. Right? They and do then, just kind of happen upon, hey, maybe he's under the bed. Let's move the bed. So instead of looking underneath the bed where he might be, they fucking hulk it out of the way. <laughs> and then you just see scratch marks leading into the wall, into the baseboards. It was mm-hmm. it was cool. I liked yeah. it. It's I mean, yeah, kinda, you can certainly nitpick that part. And I didn't really put too, that together. But, but yeah, it's definitely like a, really? They just happen to know that. Right. But, it's it's a cool effect and the yeah. idea that if he hadn't left the scratch marks, they would have been like, okay, so what, what the hell? Yeah, I I get it for the story purposes, but it's yeah. just like if I'm gonna get dragged somewhere, I'm probably just gonna end up being dead. 
Yeah. Cause Keep I, your nails intact. Yeah. Yeah. I'd Fair rather enough. not be in fucking excruciating pain before I'm... In excruciating know, in, pain. Yeah, before I'm ended. <laughs> um, but, so... You're doing really well here. I was you're, doing you're, really. You're remembering a hell of a lot more in detail than I was. Well, gotta get... I'm not gonna... Like you said, I'm not gonna carry the show, so... Mm, weird. <laughs> it's strange. Don't look at the... This ain't the office. He's like, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what happens next. So by that time, they're all freaking out and like, oh, God, who's who's going to get it next? Well, yeah. And then they try and destroy the book. Okay. They oh, all, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they meet up at that, like, field. Right. And there's a little bit more going on in between there, but I, it's not enough for me to even remember what happened. Yeah. So, yeah, they end up in a field. They can just do highlights. Yeah. They're going to try to destroy the book. They throw the mm-hmm. book into a, a barrel, me- like a metal oil drum, mm-hmm. and then they... They put the book in there, they light some brush and throw it on top. Everything burns but the book. Of course. As and, happens. You know, and then and then everybody shows up. Ruthie shows up with mm. Chuck. Yeah, well, they showed up before they tried to burn the book. Okay, yeah. Because she's like, Ruth was like, screw this noise and your scary stories. Yeah. And see, the thing that we forgot to mention, too, was because at the drive-in, Augie was talking about, or it seemed like he had a crush on Ruth. On the sister, he's mm. like, he, multiple times. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, you perv, stop staring at my sister." Yeah. And so, what happens is he then at the drive-in kind of seemed like he was uh, vibing on Stella a little bit because she was paying attention to Ramon. Uh-huh. And then when they're at the at the Bellows Manor mm-hmm. or whatever, they're downstairs. Um, they end up. She ends up like up against the wall. In like spider webs, and then yeah, just Tommy uh, meets them at the house, locks them in. Yeah, and because Ruth is trying to save her brother, she's like, "Let him out, let him out." Yeah, he's a dick, and he shoves her in the room too. Kicks her right into the fucking room, (laughs) and then locks the door behind her and gets all spider, you know, a bunch of spider webs on her, and and essentially gets bit on the cheek. Yeah, and then um. And then Augie kind of comes to the rescue, cleans everything off, and then mm-hmm. she smiles, and he smiles, and uh, it's like, oh. They're going to end up together, but they're not. They're not. She's going to end up crazy, and he's going to end up dead. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Well, we already covered one of it, but we're getting yeah, ready. So it turns out with Ruth, she ends up leaving because she's like, I have a musical to do. Because yeah, and I don't believe this nonsense of scary stories coming true because that's just crazy talk. Yeah, she's like, you guys are idiots. There always has to be that one person that's like, this thing that this movie's about, that's crazy well, bullshit. everybody's like that in this movie except for the kids. Even the dickhead sheriff. Well, yeah, I know, but that's a that's a given. Sorry. You okay? Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> My Good. body hurts. Um, So, yeah, they end up going there. She's over time throughout the movie leading up into the musical, it looked just it like It looks a like zit, she has a zit, yeah. But, but it starts to really ramp up at the move, uh, when she's at the school. She's in there. It's the part you see in the trailer where it's this big old fucking just goiter on the Giant side of her welt. face. Yeah, and it looks like she's trying to pop it. Mm-hmm. And then you start to see the movement underneath. The spider leg pops out, which would suck. Well, yeah, that part was really creepy and well done because... She thinks it's like a hair or something, so she tugs at it, and then it, and kinda, then it starts to move kinda, like a leg. Yeah, and oh, I hate spiders, and that just creeped me the hell out. Yeah, I'm not a fan. And then they all one comes out and crawls on her face, and then like hundreds 
just <laughs> pour out of her face and crawl all over her. Yeah. And That's bad. the kids rush to find her and save her and they pour dirty mop water on her to get all the spiders well, off. Well, yeah, because it's like once that thing opened, like the one came out, it was just, it was Yeah, on. cascade they're, of spiders. They're oh, all ugh. over. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> God, um, that was creepy. Yeah, I'm not about it either. And they don't really go into this as much as I think they should have, but mm-hmm. more or less, it drives her nuts. Literally, oh, yeah, she like ends, she they goes say crazy. She ends up in an asylum and all that. Yeah, which they really sort of gloss over because for a while there, I thought she was dead. Well, yeah, because she gets because Chuck she, says something like, "My sister's gone now." Yeah, and she, I was like, they do say that because she gets carted. She gets carted off. Yeah. And you don't see her face, and she's not, like, going into hysterics or anything. Right, and the only thing that makes you think that she would be dead is the fact that Chuck said that she's gone. Right. If she, if they had been, like, she got carted away, or now she's in some, you know, mental hospital or something, I'd be like, oh, okay, right. there's that. But you don't see her face when she's being put into the ambulance. Yeah, it's kind of, like... It, it looks like she's in a body bag, almost. No, because her head's out. Like, she's strapped I guess down. I just didn't see it. Yeah. Anywho, so then, what happens next? I don't know. Stuff. <laughs> stuff happens. Has anybody? Has uh, anybody that's in here right now? Has any of you guys seen it? I mean, it just came out yesterday. Um, we probably wouldn't have seen it as early as we did if it wasn't for like an opportunity to do a bonus episode. Yeah. That went- Live on YouTube. Obviously, that didn't work out. Live on Facebook now. Hey, for all I of mean, you Facebook l- listeners. Well, well, I initially we thought about doing it on Facebook just because that's where the majority of the people who interact with us do it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to do it on YouTube so that way it would. Um, It'd be easier access, so you didn't yeah. have to have a Facebook account yeah, to see every, it. Yeah, not everybody's about Facebook. Yeah, so you we, could just go to the site and go, and hopefully again. Next time we do this, yeah. Next time, next it'll time be it'll better. be on it'll be on YouTube because we're trying to drum up more YouTube subscribers. We're at well, it was eighteen, but uh, Dinglefuck over here wasn't even <laughs> subscribed to his own podcast channel. So now I think we're eighty-one subs away from getting our our custom wink. Huh. Hello, David. How you doing, brother? I don't know who David is. Well, hi, David. It's your fault. So let's see. We've gotten to Spider Bite. She gets carted away. <laughs> And now it's just the three kids, and they they end up doing research <gasps> that, on right. Susan. Right, because and he's talk like Chuck's like freaking out. He's like, I'm having nightmares and this mm-hmm. and that about this red room, about the red room, which I thought was kind of cheesy when they get to the hospital and they're trying to be like, hey, we need records, and they're like, get fucked, we don't give people records, which which is what any hospital would say, right? So they, which I like that they didn't just say, okay, here you go, yeah. And super sneakily, like it does, like they get in the back, like it's nothing. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's the late sixties, so yeah, it's not in, nearly as tight a security as there is now, right? And so they end up getting, you know, they get back there, they're going through the records, mm-hmm. and then, like I thought that the room was like a legit red room because in the trailer you see Chuck when they have the, the big lady with the weird smush face, mm-hmm. like. It's in a red hallway. Like yeah. the lighting's all red. Mm-hmm. So when they said red room, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's a room in a hospital, painted red, dumb. But you yeah. get up there and it's actually it. Are it's an acronym for something registered 
Educ- something education directory or some yeah, weird something thing. like that something that they shouldn't have in a hospital but they do because it, it just works yeah because not only is it a hospital but it's also a like a psych ward or something the way yeah they, they kind of made it up more like it, was, it almost looked more like a prison complex than a hospital yeah it was freaking huge so they they find all the records and i liked chuck's demise yeah for the most part it was I like the lady appearing everywhere and just slowly coming in on him. Yeah, there was nowhere he could go. It was Yeah, each hallway he went down, she was there. So he turned around to another place, she was there. And you could actually see her behind him as she was in front of him. Mm. And it just sort of closed in more and more and more. And then she, like, enveloped him. Yeah, so, like, she's standing there and, like, she's just, like... Gives him a hug. Like, gives him a hug, but then slowly presses him in to her being yeah and like just disappears and the only thing that notate like that lets you know that he was there was his uh his little nudie pin yeah. i don't remember <laughs> what he called it is his girlfriend mm-hmm. but like he had one of those old school pins that like that's a pencil it's I not know, gonna do what you gonna, want it to do well no it's <laughs> like it's like the old school pencils where you flip it over and like their clothes disappear yeah if you're old like me you might might remember those but i fucking I remember him. It was on a. What was that on? I think it was on a cartoon, and they got like Deadpool. a Deadpool. No. Deadpool had the pin. Well, probably. He had the pin that flipped it over, and then it did something because they sold the pin with like a box and like hmm. a box with the movie. Huh. Okay, I don't remember that part. I'm remembering well, some sort of. Because it wasn't a part. It was a fucking. They sold it. I understand. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised how we make it through episodes. Usually we don't. <laughs> yeah. So, anywho, I like the Red Room thing. I think it was really... Like, again, it pushed the boundaries of what I thought PG-13 horror was going to do. And it was creepy. I mean, there were... Right. The way these kids die... Well, I just... Like, I didn't have a problem with it being called the Red Room. It just... It was cheesy for it to be called the Red Room. Yeah. And it being a literal red with the light... And then seeing the acronym on the door, I'm yeah. like, they really play up the red. Red room, red room. <laughs> yeah, no, that because that... I love I love the color. It's, it's my favorite color. So I... mm, that's nice. Uh, Christmas. God, <laughs> you just make everything worse. Um. So yeah, they they find the pen. They they how do they, no, they don't even get out. They don't they. No, they get accosted by the the hospital security and. Uh, well, yeah. Well, well, leading Staff. up. Well, the funny thing I left out leading up to that, like they show Chuck, like he's going from one side of the hospital to the other, and there's like a walkway, and he's like he sees three orderlies standing there, mm-hmm. and they're outside smoking, doing whatever, and he stops and then thinks to turn around, but he's like, "Oh, I'll just keep going, and maybe they won't see me." Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, he, I thought for a second they weren't gonna see him, and I was like, "How he, are they not gonna see him?" Because, like, literally, like they start. He sees him back here, and then comes up and gets past him, and they're like, "Hey, fuck you doing here, kid?" <laughs> yeah, like you're not supposed to be here, yeah. stupid kid. Yeah, like their initials, like, "Hey, are you? You know where you're going?" Yeah. And like, no, I don't. Well, and you know, I think. That's a decent enough inquisition. I mean, it's like a kid who might be looking for a parent or something. He got lost, turned around, and he just kind of well, happened to be like, there. Well, then being like, hey, you're not supposed to be up here. Are yeah. you lost? Right. I know. They asked the wrong question. I'll go back to the writers and tell them to change it. It's fine. I hate you. 
But so then they get carted off to jail. jail. <laughs> yeah. They, well, they, yeah, they end up uh, being taken to the police station. Mm-hmm. Um, it's old school jail. Uh, jail like I know. It looks like an old western jail. Kind of, yeah. They have the two open, open cages. Yeah, the, yeah just... I don't know where you're going. I don't either. I lost my train of thought. Okay. I fucking hate you. So um, they they hold the two kids. There's only two well, left now. Yeah. So they're sitting. Yeah. It, it's just Stella and Ramon. They're sitting mm-hmm. there. Um, the sheriff, who was the racist racist sheriff early on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we didn't. We did gloss over it, like talking about how it was for people of color at that time. Like the guy was like, "Hey." What are you doing in my in what are you doing here? Like it was so like weird. In this town. Yeah, it's like it was weird to see like a Mexican boy in a town that they're yeah. like he was like they literally like came at him. Yeah. And then it, it not even like taking into the fact that Tommy fucking trashed his car. Yeah, and they and didn't really spray- he didn't seem to care about that. Well they spray on the hood, they, they spray painted wet on the hood mm-hmm. and then they spray painted back on the trunk. Mm-hmm. Which is what they called him several times. Well, Tommy did in the movie. Yeah. Which is fucked up in itself. But the right. the, the cop didn't even care. No, and that was what was so strange. I didn't even really because when they first interact, mm-hmm. and he was like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, "Oh, is he like a delinquent no. that did something, and so he's on this cop's radar?" Like, I didn't even put yeah, together the it, racial thing no, until later. Which is weird too, because like he was clean cut. Yeah, he looked looks nothing, better than we do right now. <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, just a clean cut kid with a nice car. Yeah, passing through town. Yeah, it's not like he's fu- blaring music or doing anything obscene, or anything. he's just driving. No, he's just there. Yeah, and so they Ramon and Stella they're at the police station, and the sheriff, police, whatever is sheriff, mm-hmm. right? Well, sure. No, I'll look it up. It's fine. Yeah, what's um chief, chief police chief. chief Turner. Um so yeah, Chief Turner, he he's questioning Stella because he's like, you know, what are you what are you doing with this guy? Mm-hmm. Like and she starts to they actually I don't think they actually tell should they didn't show them telling the story. No, they don't tell him, but they they don't show us telling him, but they essentially tell us that they're they've told him the story of what's going on with the book and all of that right. and, and so he's like i don't believe you guys he's like you're gonna tell me the truth she's like that is the truth and so he goes and he puts them in, in separate, se- cells separate cells next to each other and is like i'm gonna leave yeah, and you love birds have a good night and i'm gonna go fuck off and read your book <laughs> for right. some reason which is then when it starts to write itself mm-hmm and this is where the uh, Jangles Man, what, I don't know, what they call I, him, look it up. Okay. Um, yeah, so what starts out is this head drops down the fireplace, right? And it rolls out. Jangly Man. Jangly Man, yeah, which was my favorite one. He mm-hmm. pops out and then rolls in front of him, looks up at him, and then like. Eyes open. Creepy ass. Creepy voice creep yeah talking about i'm i'm the jangles i'm the jangles man or whatever mm-hmm. and then the rest of his body starts to drop like the tor the one leg comes down an arm comes down mm-hmm. both arms and legs and then his torso drops and makes a big thud and right. then he like assembles himself yeah which is super cool yeah 
that was a nice touch. Like, I remember seeing that character briefly in the trailers and going, oh, that's really creepy looking, but they made it even worse by, like, he just comes apart and brings himself back together. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's a little bit later on. So was it scary or not? Uh, the wife wants to know. I think so. It. I I would say, especially for PG th- it's thirteen tense. horror. There's a lot. Of, yeah, there's I mean, a lot of tense. There's a lot of tense, creepy moments. It, there's some not, gross out stuff, like the hay. I think is really disturbing. Yeah, coming out a, of the mouth. It's a little disturbing. It's not outright scary, but it's tense. no, I, like, it's creepy, tense, and uncomfortable. Yeah, there's parts. not a lot of jump scares, but it's disturbing. Yeah. And like I said, I think they really pushed the boundaries of what you can do with PG-13 because it it is something that if I were watching it at home or in a theater where I could actually get immersed more into the movie, right? I think it would creep me out. As if I was young, I think it might even give me nightmares. Like the, the jangly man, the hay guy, like they all had this something off about them just the look of them right even the the big lady in the red room Mm -hmm. like they have that creepy tim burton del toro look well it doesn't help that del toro was a part of it well that's the point i'm making but they have that style for him that cut you that's disturbing yeah um so yeah uh when so he comes out of the fireplace Mm -hmm. assembles himself and then, you know, kind of does the slow rise up and over the um, chief, snaps his neck, and then nothing happens. And then the kids are freaking out in the cells. And then the sheriff or the chief just gets tossed mm. up against the cell, which is convenient because I was wondering how the kids were going to get the keys, which is, yeah. how, which and of is, course, that's all they just so happen to be here. And I can reach them perfectly fine on his belt. Right. And so, um, this was my favorite part. So when the Jangles man comes around the corner and he's looking for Ramon, um, he's just saying, he's just saying Ramon, right? Was it, or was he saying something else? I think he was just, I, I think he was saying something else, but I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was either, but it was creepy. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that I thought was cool, cause when he gets to the Ramon's cell, he pulls a Wishmaster. Have you ever seen the Wishmaster movies? Mm-mm. Somebody needs to request that because those are old school. Um, long story short, in the Wishmaster, people will find him, make a wish, and it'll be like the most fucked up way that it can, you know, happen. Yeah. So like, it takes place in a prison, I think two, and the guy's like, you know, I I wish my lawyer would go fuck himself. Because he's not getting mm. him out of jail. Yeah. So the guy is sitting at the table with his lawyer. And all of a sudden, you just hear like this crackling as his legs get folded up behind him and then starts. He's <laughs> Jesus like moving. Christ. Right? Or <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, I can give you whatever you want. Like, I can give you what you want. What do you, what do you want? He's like, I wish I could walk through these bars. And he walks through the bars, just not yeah. alive. And so that's what made me think of when the Jangles man pushes his way through the bars. Yeah, that was really cool. There. Um, I kind of saw it coming because with the, you know his whole shtick of being able to disassemble but, himself. But we didn't know he was able to disassemble himself until after they get out and he gets pinned between the police car and the semi-truck. Well, I assumed he could because that's how he came down the fireplace. That, that was enough. his shtick. So there. Okay. But that was awesome. Because was, it was one of those things that I kind of put, again, put together after it happened. But mm-hmm. Ramon's in the car... 
and Jangles is on the car, and there's this whole tie speed chase thing going on. Yeah, and then because that thing can move. Yeah, and then goes and fucking smacks every single window on the car. Yeah, until he breaks out the one window, and I'm like, huh? Should have broke out the first window. Yeah, I'd <laughs> that just, been good. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But yeah. then he's able to get him on the hood, and then he's able to speed into this parked right, truck. Right, he was like holding on to the front yeah. and just gets wedged. Mm-hmm. And then like it almost took him a minute to be like, oh, I'm not going to get out of here, so yeah. let me just disassemble my body and blah, blah, drop mm-hmm. down, then reassemble, and I'm like, yes. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. super cool. So then books it. Um... And at the same time... Oh, yeah, because Ramon goes from there. He goes back to the house because Stella, on the other hand, was going back to the house to try to figure out how to stop... Susan. Uh, Sarah. Sarah? Sarah Bellows. Sarah. I keep saying Susan. You keep saying a lot of things wrong. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, tries to um, get back to the house because they're like, they're trying to figure... Oh, well, shit. They, they go to find... Um, Lulu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we breezed over that real quick. So there's a part where the kids, um, where Ramon, well, this is before Chuck because Chuck is yeah. there. He's pacing in the corner like a weirdo. Mm-hmm. So all three of the kids, they go to find Lulu, which at the time of when Sarah was alive was, was a the, child. Yeah, the daughter of their maid. Yeah, daughter of the maid. Um, and then gets the daughter of the maid and then they go to find her to see if she's still alive they find the daughter of lulu um and then they're asked her questions and then she starts to get worked up because of the music box Mm. we're glossing over a lot guys but well we got to get through this at some point and so yeah um but yeah, that kind of leads into it because that adds the the witchcraft aspect to it. And so yeah, they're they, trying to figure out how to stop it. Right. And so then they, um, so fast forward back to, you know. The house. Yeah. Stella's in there. She's like, she's yelling. She's like, you know, Sarah, we know that you're innocent. We're sorry. Because while they're at the hospital, they found the can, like that wax canister, I think they called it, that mm-hmm. had... Before an old audio recording, yeah, because like I guess back in the day before they had um records, they had them but they were on cylinders that they would put on there and it would just spin, yeah, it was on a spool thing and it would just run over very similar. And so, um, they find out you know the whole plan that you know the bellows were poisoning the water with mercury from the paper mill. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think it ever says why they were doing what they were doing. Well, I don't think it was necessarily on purpose it wasn't like oh we're trying to be dicks to this town it was because they were making this paper the runoff from it mm-hmm. just so happened to be poisoning this oh, water okay well that makes more sense I yeah it wasn't like a that. malicious thing it was just something that They're happened tr- and they, were and trying they to knew cover, about it yeah and they were trying to cover it up and yeah. that's how because it turns out that you find out that her daughter Ephraim was her doctor at the brother. hospital yeah her brother Ephraim. you said daughter Either way. 
<laughs> Same difference. It's all fine. Hey, I've fucked up more times than I can count on this one already. Yeah. So we're good. Well, hey, this we're is even. this is going off the cuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, her brother Ephraim was her doctor at the hospital, right? Who was interrogating her and mm-hmm. doing electroshock on her. Yeah, that was pretty intense to hear because every once in a while, because he was asking her questions and when she wouldn't tell him what he wanted to hear, which was he that shock she her. was poisoning these kids. And then the cool thing at the very end, she starts talking about something that's happening in real time. Yeah. Which is also something really cool. So, yeah, we're obviously we're forgetting a lot of things, which would be yeah. cool because if you go, if you haven't seen the movie and you've been hanging out with us, we appreciate that. But Definitely. then at the same time, there's stuff that we didn't cover that you'll catch when you actually watch the yeah, movie. Yeah, this is just, all, this is just a. Way Crazy to, ramblings yeah, that we come up with as we can think of. And we're going to do this again in two weeks for It Chapter 2. Hmm. But we're gonna have it'll be done. We'll have it done better. We might yeah. do it on Facebook. We'll be more prepared. We, we might do it like the way we're doing it now. We might do it on Facebook at the same time as doing it on YouTube. Who knows? Yeah, if we can figure that out. Let's let's master one before trying to tackle two at a time. <laughs> I know my ideas. I'm all like, oh, you know, we could probably let's do broadcast this live on, on Fox. <laughs> let's just see, like. Okay, you know, back to Terry the story, Bradshaw. But... Terry Bradshaw. Let's get him to announce it. Dude, you awesome. said Carrie Bradshaw. I know, though. and I said it, and then I realized it You're was like, wrong, no. and I changed it to Terry. And I know what that is because my wife has watched Sex in the City. Hmm. Not, oh yeah, yeah. Look at you downplay it like you didn't know. I didn't know. I I do know, but I subconsciously didn't. he's a Sex in the City fan. My wife made me watch it. Yeah, blame your wife. That's what we all do, right? Oh, my <laughs> wife made me watch it. It's a good show. Um, is it though? Yeah. Fine. I'm not gonna watch it on my own, but it's fine. No. Um so <laughs> back to where we were. Yeah. Um they're in the house. Yeah, they're in the house. She's Jangles is chasing Ramon. Ramon. Yeah, she's and when God, I'm just doing terrible with names. When Stella, Stella. Yeah, Stella she walks makes her into way the house. Yeah. She it, just yells. She's like, I know you're innocent, I'm sorry, blah blah yeah. blah. But then the house transforms into the house back in the 1800s right and it's not immediate and they show a glimpse of that earlier on too when chuck's hiding in the closet Mm -hmm. when he's hiding from tommy yeah and he slowly opens and he sees the grandma sitting there with her badass doberman yeah (laughs) well see and when he was spouting off about the red room i thought he was talking about that oh um what they should have done is actually shown one of his nightmares that would have that would have helped because I thought when he was saying red, because that room was also red. It had some red in there. Uh, um, but that's whatever. Either it's way. Fine. So, yeah, he. Um, after a little bit of time, she's yelling that house transforms for her like it did for him. So now mm. she's seeing but it. But it's and, the entire house. Yeah, so she, uh, she's seeing it how it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, she, and then Ramon gets there shortly thereafter and the book is laying on the floor because now she's in the book i guess i don't know where well i mean more or less she's yeah i guess she's either in the book or i guess she's just transported to the house in the 1800s something about that but i don't know it's some weird veil type shit because like they can kind of hear each other Mm -hmm. like when when um ramon runs upstairs she can hear it and then, you know, he can hear her, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so they show Ramon, he's running through the house trying to get away from the Jangles man. Mm-hmm. And then she is trying to deal 
with the Sarah situation. So she's running, hiding. She notices that when she goes in that same bedroom and looks in the mirror, that she looks like Sarah. Right. Which they don't actually show. They no. show a tail of her popping off to the side. Mm-hmm. Should people read the book before seeing the movie? No, I don't think that you would have to do that. I've, uh, like I said, the, never yeah, I've never even heard of the books beforehand, and it it didn't. I think the nice thing about this, and it's what I want to know, and why I wish you remembered them more, is how close <laughs> these stories stick to the stories in the books. We might do an update at some point, maybe if we have like a shorter episode. I'll. I'll because I, I can, they have them, it's on YouTube, like the hmm. audio versions of the book. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind owning the books, like the old sure. school black and white cover. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think that you would have to. It would I, help. Yeah, it, I think But it's, the movie itself is good. Like you, I, th- I think you would like the movie. Yeah. I, Maz- I think Maisie would like the movie when she's a little older. Yeah. I'm talking to my wife, so. Um, I put that together. Yeah. I, well, I think what... Not not to tie it too much into my other nerd culture stuff, but it's like any given comic book movie nowadays. Oh, okay. I, you were gonna I was going to go full on MCU, but I decided to skip over. Yeah, for those that can't see every other part of my room, comic book stuff. Yeah. Um, I'll send you a snap. I'll send my wife so it, she can see. Yeah, you should. I will. But you won't. I will. But if you watch any given comic book movie now, it's like if you've read the books. They deviate. You, you, yeah, they deviate, but you get more out of them. They reference stuff, and you go, oh, I know what that was a reference to in the comics. So I don't know. If, like I said, having never read the books, I don't know if they're referencing things from the books. Well, see, what it seemed like what they did is because, uh, like, each one of... What I think that they did is I think the Scarecrow is one story. Mm-hmm. The Spider in the Face is one story. Right, they're right. They're all They separate. integrated it and intertwined. Like, they did a really good job of yeah. doing that, too. They took all the stories, and then they integrated it into one... Like, they had the Overarching movie. story. Yeah, they had the movie, and then they just kind of plotted everything else around it and then tied it in. Yeah. Which it's I what I wish they would do with the Goosebumps movie. If, oh, Instead of making it, it so stupid and goofy, like, if they made a Goosebumps movie like this, that would be so freaking cool. But I don't know... But... I think that this, the scary stories is a darker version of that, though. Oh, definitely. Because, I mean, Goosebumps was always more lighthearted. It was scary, but it was always more fun. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I'm wishful thinking out loud. But, yeah, like I said, having never read it, I think it totally works on its own. Yeah. And it's super creepy and intense at times. It is. Um, And so she makes her way downstairs. Cause she, okay, so she's hiding underneath the table mm-hmm. when she sees Lulu, who's a child at yeah. this time. So she, which may, would make her really old. Well, no. No, because this was 68. She would have been 80s, 90s. Yeah. But it, she looked that, I was thinking that when I was watching it. I was like, she would be super freaking old, but it's, it's technically the early 1900s. Well, yeah, I think it took place in like 1890, 1898. Yeah, so, so I mean, conceivably, she could be, yeah, 70s, 80s. She looked healthy, yeah. aside from being blind. She didn't sure. look old and frail. Yeah. Um, so she's hiding under the table, and then, they, you know, the family's like, Lulu, you know, have you seen, seen her? And she's like, no, no, I haven't seen him. And then they find her under the table, and then they drag her downstairs. And lock in her in the her room. room. Which is where she kind of has her 
I wouldn't say final showdown because it's not really a showdown, but yeah. this is where she kind of has her confrontation with Sarah mm-hmm. and is like, you know, I'll, I'll tell your story. I'll tell your story. Mm-hmm. And she ends up getting to a point to where she can kind of convincingly get her to understand because then she has to, Sarah gives her like this really cool quill style pen yeah, where she has to get her own blood mm-hmm. to then write. And so it's almost like she has to like pitch pitch yeah. it to her being like this is what i'll say <laughs> yeah. and then you know everything gets fixed and everything i don't know good. if this makes me a terrible person probably does but there was a probably it was a part of me that wanted them all to die and yeah, i thought that would make you a horrible person why just because i think that would have been a really disturbing ending to be like she sarah's too far gone she yeah they, but they they reach her they she's not and she re- they no I know I'm just yeah, saying no like, I know they're but they're able to kind of break through that but I get yeah. if they weren't able to break through it, it would have been a way to do a sequel instead of the way they seem to be setting up a sequel in that someone else finds the book and it just kind of keeps going in a similar way right so yeah they they do that Augie and Chuck are still gone. Mm-hmm. They, um, she ends up. She's with her dad again in the truck, and then Ruth's in the back seat. Yeah, crazy Ruth was. I don't know, broken out at the hospital or, they signed or her out. They signed somehow, her yeah, out. somehow day she pass. En- <laughs> <laughs> somehow she ends up back in. She ends up in the truck with them. Yeah, which it's not even her family, so I don't know why she's with them. How she got out of the hospital? That's the only thing that I found kind of hokey. Is they're really, they were really kind of just shooing in this setup for a sequel to be right. like we're gonna track them down using the book well, which yeah. why we're on the road to do that who knows but it's fine <laughs> well they showed ruth she had like a scar yeah and it was already healed yeah so that happened quick or it's been a while well yeah that's true it well, could have been a couple months down the line well for that to heal for that to heal and scar back up it would have to have been a decent amount of time yeah but so yeah, they basically set it up to like the sequel is going to happen and it's going to show, it's going to have them and they're going to, because they're talking about Chuck and Augie, they're both still gone. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, they're I don't know if they're going to do a sequel where they try to find them and then incorporate more of the stories into it. That's what it seemed like. And so, I mean, I'll care, I'll, I'll see it. Oh yeah, if it's as good as this, if not even better would be nice. I, I'd go. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what angle they would take with yeah. it. Yeah. That's that, and again, that's my only really sort of gripe, other than the kid actor and the for Chuck, is that the ending. It was like, oh crap, we need to find an ending that sets up sequels because you have to have a sequel. Yeah, you can't. You can't have just like have a, one movie one really that's good. good. Movie that's anymore. terrible. That's yeah. against the law now. <laughs> uh, and it that was just not sell, though, man. I know, but it was just sort of shoehorned in there, and it was like, well, okay, mm-hmm. that's a fine way to do a sequel. It's not what I would have done, but it's fine. So Fair there you enough. go. Yeah. And then it ends. And then it ends. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I really liked it. I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes out and watch it as many times as I can. Right. So do we want to do a scorecard for this? Well, we can. Here, I mean, I'm not, I don't have it off the top of my head of what uh, All right. so our I'll categories put, are here. Yeah, so. I don't have my phone. So um, best, best uh, kill or scare, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go... The best kill by far was Tommy and the Scarecrow. Um, yeah, definitely. The dumbest moment 
would probably be. Well, if you actually remember what all of them are, because I'm dumbest moment would probably be some uh, Ruth ending uh, ending up in the back of the truck with no explanation. Most wanted to live would be Ramon because I just felt bad for him because you know he was a yeah. boy of color in the fucking. And he 60s. just kind of got screwed into these people got into my car. I couldn't get rid of them, and now and I'm now fucking I'm... shoehorned into this yeah. crazy crap. Um, most wanted to die, I would probably say Tommy, because he was just a prick the whole time. A drunk prick. Yeah. That. The only... Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's basically, aside from, like, the uh, the chief being a dick to Ramon, he's really the only mm-hmm. other antagonist besides Sarah. Yeah. Um, my, my favorite... Um, my fa- I would say that my favorite... Um, category for story. this movie would be yeah, the favorite story uh would i would probably go with the jangles man i agree with all of the things that you just said except for my favorite story would be the scarecrow right um yeah well the scarecrow story was really cool i just like i thought that the jangles thing was scarier like it was creepier mm-hmm. the ability to i mean because the, the funny thing is is like they showed the scarecrow like he was moving quick up and down in and out mm-hmm. but then when he was in the same aisle yeah i did notice that really slow well and i wonder if that i i I thought of that when we were watching it but i was like maybe it's on purpose it could be on purpose but then at the same time when he stabs him with the pitchfork Mm -hmm. he does it in the one spot there's nothing yeah there's no he has no torso yeah you know it's just bar (laughs) yeah and so then when he fucking Scarecrow rips it out and fucking just gets him right in the yeah. back. It's fucking awesome. It was super cool. That was probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, not to piggyback off of everything you just said, but, but everything you, you just said. But you will. Well, I, I I agree with you for pretty much for the most part, except for the favorite story, which was the Scarecrow. And I, to me, and that's only and that is probably my favorite story. But I thought the Jangles Man was the creepiest. Fair enough. So, I just I love the after effects of him pulling the hay out of everywhere. He was just that ripping was just, it off. Like that was the disturbing. Like the the pitchfork was cool. It's at, almost like when you walk, given. like if you're walking and you get a bunch of cobwebs on you, mm-hmm. and you're just like pulling, like trying to get everything off you, or you feel like there's like a Ruth bug. Did. <laughs> well, like or like if you if there's like a, it's almost like that panic. Like if a if there's like a bee. Mm. that's going around you and you're swatting at it trying to get it right he's just ripping trying to get all the fucking straw out of there and mm. it just was not working um so yeah, yeah. go ahead and call it a show i think so we've all right guys. you guys long enough right so today is saturday we're mm-hmm. gonna get together probably next thursday to record our leslie vernon episode yeah and then that'll post the following monday right so yeah you guys are gonna get almost weekly content for about a month. Yeah. So You're welcome. if there's an uptick, we'll try and keep it going. Well, and so, all right, guys, thank you for hanging out with us. Does anybody have any questions or want to say anything before we sign out? All while we're still on mic, here? we can drop off a couple. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it, I'd never trust what it says the view count is because it'll say two, but then people come in and out. Mm-hmm. Like right there, there it says two, but it doesn't say there's anybody watching. So, hmm. um, so, since there's no last-minute commenters, 
All right. I guess we can call it a, an episode. Yeah. Um, if you guys liked this format, if you thought it worked out, maybe we can do this more often. I don't now know. that we've done it, we can do it even better. Yeah, we'll do it better next time. Um, definitely going to get the YouTube figured out. Mm-hmm. Right now, as you can tell, we're doing it at Justin's house. Um, the whole plan was I wanted to set up my man cave as a, a video studio. Mm-hmm. So that way, because I have a lot more horror stuff as well. And um, I was going to set it up for the backdrop, too. Um, But it's nice to know that... We have a secondary option. Oh, yeah. In our main cave. All righty, guys. Well, we're going to get out of here since Mm -hmm. uh, the view count's dropping and nobody said anything. Anyway, thank you, guys. I've been Brennan. I've been Justin. And we'll catch you all next time. Bye. Bye. How do I fucking end this? Do you have to end it on your phone? Oh, that might help. You can do it. This is funny. For those of you still watching, hello, this is awkward. My body hurts. I, I've been uh, going to the gym as of late because uh, I'm fat. <laughs> sure. And I don't want to be anymore. And I did legs yesterday. Squats hurts. <laughs> Squats does hurt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.